Now, I want you to answer this question honestly. How many times did you get busy last week? What is up, sapiosexuals? Thank you for turning on Sex in South Beach with your girl, Dr. Sanjaya, America's sex educator and your very favorite sexologist. Now, the sex situation we're getting into today is all about quantity. And I'm going to ask you again, just how many times did you get busy last week? Yeah, I know this is a pretty personal question. But I'm only asking because y'all know I care about your health. <laughs> now, the good doctor, and in case y'all forgot, that's me. <laughs> now, I say we should all be aiming to do the deed at least three times per week. Now, even if another person is not involved, sometimes, and especially when it is a matter of health, you just have to take matters into your own hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, you know how I do. I went to the bar. I asked this question. And you know what I heard? I had sex zero times. But that's because I'm not seeing anyone, said the cute man I met at my girlfriend's birthday party. Now, I nodded at him reassuringly. And I smiled. And I said, hey, there's no need to justify I think that's pretty normal. I think you are actually a pretty normal guy. Really? He said with a questioning face. It was so sweet, you guys. <laughs> so I replied, yes, really. I do not think most people are having enough sex. Now, I'm just trying to do a little research here to prove my point. And there's no better place than a birthday party at one of my favorite bars. <laughs> Now, since data collection should be an efficient process, and because the 4th of July is all about freedom, and for me to have a free day, I conducted the rest of my research study at the Standard Spa over the holiday. Now, I was eating organic, steaming out toxins, and conversing about copulation with lawmen, y'all. You know that's my lawyer husband. He's always right by my side, my best research assistant. <laughs> now, the universe is definitely good because he knew I was focused on this research project today. And five minutes after we settled into our lounge chairs, four people lying to the left, you know what they started talking about? Threesomes and other types of sexual adventures. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I've had threesomes, but I've never been gangbanged. That's what I overheard. This was not my, like, uh, this was not my ideal type of, like, soothing spa talk. But, of course, I was interested. <laughs> now, another one said, actually, threesomes are kind of boring because you always have to share the attention. Now, you know what Lawman did? My baby, he tapped my torso and he gave me eyes that said, I know, baby. I know you want to talk to these people. Speak up, I said. This is a great conversation. My baby always encourages me <laughs> to just get involved in all kinds of stuff. So the only female in the group, she said, oh, my God, could you hear us? Now, after we laughed together, I told them that we loved the conversation. And then I asked her, how many times did she have sex last week? 
Well, I'm not in a relationship right now, she said. So just once last week, <laughs> I told her that solo sex counts. Then she looked relieved. She's like, well, that changes everything. But I was really busy last week, so less than 10 times. But then she just started laughing hysterically. When she finally got her breath, she added, actually, I got caught masturbating at work. <laughs> my boss walked in just as I was going for it. Oh my gosh, we were dying. I was like, do tell. I encouraged her to spill the beans. She was like, I'm a paralegal and no one ever comes into the file room. It's like my tiny little domain and I'm always alone. So I was just sitting there going at it when my boss just walked right in. No knock, no warning, nothing. Can you believe it? My pants were down to my ankles. I just started jumping up, screaming. I think there's a bug in my pants. <laughs> I smiled and we laughed hysterically together. Then she said, damn, you're good. What do you do for a living? She was like, I was too embarrassed to even tell my best friend that story. I have no idea why I just told you. Well, I'm glad that you did, I reassured her. I said that I have a career that is obsessed with helping people improve sexual satisfaction. <laughs> and later that night, while we were eating under the stars, a group of three guys and two women cozied up next to my husband and me. We were at the Lido bar. Now this is another part of the standard. And I promise you guys, the standard does not pay me at all. But if you are in Miami and you want a super chill place to hang out, completely feel like you took an airline ticket to an exotic remote location, you need to spend a day at the standard spa, okay? And maybe if enough people tell them that Dr. Sanjaya sent you, maybe they will be paying me to tell you all that. But that's not the point. The point is I want you to feel relaxed and good like I was that day. So let's get back to the story. So later that night, my hubs and me, we were at the Lido bar overlooking the bay. And as we were flirting with each other, um, some other people were flirting with each other too. It was a group of three guys and two women. They were all cozied up together. Now... The women told us they were Brazilian and the men said they were Californian, you know, just like me. <laughs> the lead lady, she was loud, outspoken, shaking her booty. Now her quiet friend was a doctor with a pretty smile. I asked how many times they had sex last week. I'm always an exciting conversation starter at the bar, y'all. <laughs> now quickly, the lead lady, she was like, zero. It's sad. You know, I did have to do myself a few times, but it was disappointing. Now she walked closer, she leaned into me, and she said, you know how you have orgasms and levels? Level one, two, three, so on. And then she became really animated. Her eyes were open wide. Well, sometimes you can have a level 10 or even beyond, just mind-blowing, you know? And I nodded with my head to indicate to this lady that I understood exactly what she was trying to say. Well, last week, she went on, she said, well, last week, I was just getting a three or four. The orgasms, they weren't so great, you know? The guys all looked around as if stardust was falling from the sky. In other words, this was like body language for a clear sign that they were all celibate last week. <laughs> now, this quiet doctor lady, she surprised everyone when she softly said, three. <laughs> well, 
One of the celibate guys retorted, well, what do you expect? She's Brazilian. You know what I was thinking in my head? Dude, watch your attitude. That's exactly why you were celibate last week. But what I really thought about this doctor lady, this quiet, soft-spoken, pretty woman who said only one thing, which was three, I thought she is obviously one of the good doctors, the kind that knows how to take care of her health by incorporating at least three sessions of satisfying sexual experiences. Now, according to a study from Wilkes University in Pennsylvania, sex can boost your immune system, which means fewer colds and lower risk for the flu. The scientists found that people who had sex at least one or two times per week showed 30% higher levels of immunoglobin A, an antibody that strengthens the immune system. So the next time you run out of vitamin C, don't forget that a little loving can also combat that cold. And the same goes for ladies suffering from PMS. Instead of reaching for a bottle of pills, try reaching for an orgasm instead. Sex increases blood flow to the pelvic region, which relieves cramps and backaches. And just before you climax, the hormone oxytocin, it explodes to five times its normal level, releasing endorphins, an all-natural pain reliever. Endorphins can alleviate pain from PMS, headaches, migraines, and even arthritis. So the next time someone you can't stand complains about their arthritis or a headache, you can now have a clear conscience when you say, go F yourself. <laughs> and while we should all be safe when effing, there is a study that shows women who had sex without condoms had a reduced risk for depression compared to women who use condoms with their partners. Now, psychologist Gordon Gallup did this research in 2003. Now, one theory that he used to explain the findings was that prostaglandin, a hormone found only in semen, somehow altered female hormones when absorbed into the genital tract. So if you're sure that you're in a safe, committed relationship, go ahead now, get busy and get happy-er. <laughs> now, women who work the pelvic floor muscles during sex, you know, by squeezing and releasing their partner's penis or their battery-operated friend, well, they also improve bladder control an important part of sexiness and self-esteem as you age. No one wants to wear depends earlier than necessary. So squeeze tight and stay dry for as many years as possible. Because you know what? Nothing ruins foreplay like the squishy sound of plastic diapers coming down. <laughs> or bad breath which is why humans are more likely to brush their teeth and improve oral hygiene when having regular sex. Yes, you heard that. People who have regular sex are more likely to have better oral hygiene habits. But in case you forgot your toothbrush, it is good to know that semen, yes, you heard me, semen, well, semen contains zinc, calcium, and other minerals that fight tooth decay, 
in a way that could be much more satisfying than brushing and flossing, at least for short-term satisfaction anyway. (laughs) You know what my dentist says, only floss the teeth that you want to keep. So if you do use, you know, this substitute of oral sex instead of brushing your teeth, now you remember after that explosion full of all those vitamins and nutrients, you'll be sure to go out there and get your floss and brush on because if that relationship don't work out, you're going to be stuck with some nasty teeth and nobody wants to date someone with some nasty teeth. Okay, so and you always need to feel good about yourself. Your partner deserves that and so do you. Every time you look in the mirror, you need to be saying, thank you. (laughs) All right. Now, sex can also be a bit like the gym. We should all be doing both at least three times per week. But often, people complain that they just can't find the time. So why not just combine the activities? Sex can be a great mode of exercise, says Dr. Patty Britton. Now, she is like a huge sexuality educator throughout the United States. But did you know that 30 minutes of regular sex, well, it burns at least 85 calories. And an energetic session, well, that burns about 200 calories. That, my friends, is the equivalent of running for 15 minutes on a treadmill. Okay. Now, another study published in the Journal of Epidemiology and Community Health, well, it found that men who had sex at least three times per week, well, they cut their risk for heart attack in half, y'all. That is huge. Regular sex also reduces stress and lowers blood pressure, two major factors of a heart attack. Now, a study published in Biological Psychology put 24 women and 22 men in stressful situations. And you know what? Those who had intercourse, well, they handled the stress better and they maintained lower blood pressure compared to those who were not having intercourse, okay? And a different study on women? Well, this study found that partner hugs were associated with lower blood pressure in women, again, Huge findings. Hugs. Get your hugs on, y'all. So, guys, you know what? When we are really screaming so loud that it looks like our head is about to spin off, remember to just give us a deep, long, delicious hug. That's all we're really asking for. And, you know, a really loud, whacked out kind of way. (laughs) And in turn, we will help reduce your risk for prostate cancer. Because men who ejaculate five or more times per week during their 20s reduce their future risk of prostate cancer by a third. Now this is according to a study published in the British Journal of Urology International. A different study in the Journal of American Medical Association, and in case you were wondering, I did just publish a paper in that same, very same journal, the Journal of the American Medical Association, recently, as in a month ago. So I know that it's a very good journal. But a different study published in this journal looked at older men and found that men who ejaculated 21 times or more per month had a lower risk for prostate cancer compared to their less active peers. Hmm. But what? But what? But what if you do not have a friend to get busy with? No need to worry because most of these health benefits are also achieved during solo sex. Don't be embarrassed to satisfy yourself, 
especially in the name of good health. Now, if you can't convince yourself to do you, how are you going to convince someone else to do it? Huh? 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 So that's what I'm telling you. Convince yourself to do you. It's going to make you healthier, and it will give you practice. You need practice on pleasing yourself. So when you do find a partner, you can help them out. Help them master your pleasure points. Mm, mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? So all of this, this is why I was so very disappointed that most people I met during my little research study, well, they weren't having a healthy amount of sex. Why can't folks just make the healthy quota? Ugh. Remember the last time you fell into lust and you could just have sex like three times in an hour? Just how hard could it be, I wondered, to have sex three times in one week? So I just decided to find out. I did my own little internal research study on me and my man. So without his consent, I enrolled my husband as a participant into my experiment. Now I know it is unethical. I am a scientific researcher, so I know it is unethical to conduct research without consent. But my instincts just told me that he might not understand if I studied sex with a stranger. So he just was just going to be the lucky participant of me studying sex with him this week. He didn't need to know all the intricate details. Y'all know what I'm saying? So almost immediately, you know what my hubs did? He threw a wrench in my plan when he told me he was going to be out of town Thursday and Friday for an important client. Now the pressure was on, y'all. I had only five nights to get in three sessions. So I decided to get an early start by staying up late Sunday night. My plan was that I was going to wait until after midnight to lure my baby so I could get at least one bout under my belt before midnight. I mean, excuse me, before Monday. So I put on some lingerie, I poured some wine, I served a late dinner, and I did this in courses, which I never do, but I was trying to extend the evening. Now we finished dessert after 11 o'clock, and then we cuddled up on the couch to watch the end of a movie. I laid my head on his lap, he massaged my shoulders and my scalp, the next thing I knew, it was 6.13 a.m. What? Oh, my gosh. My baby, he must have carried me to bed after I fell asleep. Ugh. And while I'm happy he's not a rapist, you know what I'm saying? I did not marry me no Bill Cosby. <laughs> I was disappointed that we did not have sex. So instead of making coffee and heading to the gym like I normally would, I took matters into my own hands. And even though that sex did not happen as I had planned it, it did happen before I went to work on Monday. All right, y'all? One down, two to go. Okay, so Monday was a miss. Monday night because it is my husband's tennis night, my son's tennis night. I work, then I run my son around, then I am completely exhausted because I feel like I have not sat down in 112 hours. So by the time my husband gets home from tennis, he's lucky if I have one eyelid peeled open. Tuesday comes and goes. Now there's a monkey wrench in my plans because I have all of these emergency meetings at work. Something major has happened and I got to tend to this stuff. My husband and I are switching all kinds of plans. Who's picking up the baby, what we're doing before and after work. So, oh my gosh, I'm feeling stressed out about this commitment to sex because Tuesday has now come and it is going, going, going. Oops, gone. Now, we are here at Wednesday, okay? Wednesday is here. My husband's leaving on Thursday and Friday. I 
got to get this done. I was determined to get in another round before his business trip. So, of course, what happens? My husband tells me he's going to work late Wednesday night so he can get everything done since he won't be in the office for the next Tuesday. Of course this happens. So I take care of the baby. He's in bed. I have like a lovely meal, waiting, candles, lingerie, check, check, check. Now, I waited up as long as I could, but I was like dying from starvation. So I had to eat before my husband came home, <laughs> but I did keep his plate in the oven. So I felt pretty good for that. Now, my hubs finally made it home around 1030. I was like completely startled from my nap on the couch when he walked in, but I remembered my goal. I heated up his food. I laid next to him while we watched us some fake news. Ha ha ha. And I fought with my eyelids to stay open, but you know what? They did not obey. And the next time I woke up, it was 4 a.m. Once again, my hubs carried me into bed and I knew he had to get up and hop on the plane in an hour. So I was like, boom, I am determined. I was like super efficient. I handled my business like there was no tomorrow. And with serious focus and effort, I got that task done in what? Less than five minutes. Mm. And then I relaxed a little bit and I rolled onto my back. <laughs> I was relieved, exhausted, and feeling quite proud of my record-breaking skills. I was like, yeah, I still got it. <laughs> now, when my husband came home from his trip, I was still on this goal, right? He was jet-lagged and fatigued, but um, I was like, I got to carve out some nookie time later that night or early Sunday because this is getting really close to the end of the week. I only had till Sunday night to meet this goal of having sex three times in one week. So what happens? We go to a party Saturday night and we had a ball. It was so much fun, but we stayed out way too late to be productive when we got home. So Sunday morning, I trapped him and I was like, you're not getting out of this bed. And you know what, my husband, he did not mind. <laughs> my energy was completely sapped as soon as I accomplished my goal. So I relaxed, basking in my glory and reflecting on my week. I was like, "Whoo, I did it. You know, we've been married for a minute, y'all. We just celebrated six years of marriage. We've been together for nine years. And I was like, yeah, I got it in. He had a business trip. We partied. Busy, busy week. <laughs> because you know, when your husband is away, it is like being a single mom. And I was raised by a single mom. And that is no joke. Not everybody is built to do that. So even doing it for a short term is extraordinarily exhausting. Okay, especially because my kid, I know it's only one, but as my husband calls him, it is a herd of one. You think I got energy? Oh, you have not seen nothing to meet my little firecracker. Okay, so my energy was completely boom, sapped. I was thinking about my week, chilling out, just completely like feeling I was like on a muscle relaxer, right? Um, and I was thinking, was this worth? I mean, was it really worth it all? And while I was thinking about it, I heard, you know, my baby, he was up talking to my husband, saying beautiful words, magical words that make your heart melt. And I heard the kitchen sink running, the dishes were being rinsed, loaded into the dishwasher. And I was thinking, you know, these are some pretty good rewards. <laughs> then a little while later, 
Um, my baby came in and he gave me a full body massage. What? Because he had arranged for a play date for my son. These are like dreams do come true. Okay. So my husband comes in, gives me a full body massage after I've just been lounging in the bed. And just when I'm about to fade into dreamland, my body was rolled over gently. My thighs relaxed as they were massaged apart. And you know what happened? My immunity got boosted <laughs> one more time. And my baby, well, he relieved all my stress from the previous week. <laughs> I had so much fun talking to y'all today. And I hope I have given you a little food to think about. A little food for your sexual fire. You know what I'm saying? If not doing someone else, think about doing yourself three times a week, in addition to all those health benefits I just mentioned, you know what they say about people who are all grumpy and all, ah, they ain't had sex in a long time. You're like, ooh, they need to go get laid because it is true. And the minute you do, you got all them good juices flowing out of you. You got that rosy glow and people are like, mm, she must have just got done. Mm. So go be one of them rosy, glorious people with yourself or with somebody else. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I had so much fun, and I hope you did too. <clears throat> for your daily dose of nookie knowledge, you know what to do. You got to check me out. That's Dr. Sanjaya, D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A, on all the social media networks. It is LinkedIn. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you need to scroll your sexy fingers over to drsanjaya.com and enter your email address into that VIP box and boom, free sexual resources right into your inbox that'll help you have a better love life tonight. All right now, this is Dr. Sanjaya, America's sex educator, and I can't wait to hook up with you again at Saxon South Beach, where everyone comes to talk, listen, and learn about sex.